on, you can't stop it. You gotta juggle it all, don't drop it. Hurry up and wait, don't hesitate. What does equity mean from a symbolic mindset? What is symbolic in organizations? How as a leader do I look at equity from this lens? Welcome to the Radiance Real Talk series. I'm your host, Carol Burton. Thanks for stopping by and being curious. Our last of this series. So as we have discovered with Bowman and Deal's framework as far as how to look at organizations through this perspective of change, right, from organizational change, from their book, Reframing Organizations, Artistry, Choice, and Leadership, 1991, it's a good one, actually. I hope you have enjoyed this series because Bowman and Deal really looks at how all four of these play. At the end of this episode, I will give a nice synopsis for us. Okay, so moving on, our last framework, symbolic. So the symbolic frame really talks about what the people's needs are. In other words, your employees or your family members or your friends within the organizations that you work and play in. And it focuses on how people are inspired to make the organization's direction feel, if you will, significant. In other words, understanding the why of why the organization even exists, what the purpose of the organization is, defining and understanding the mission and completing that basically on a daily basis, if you will. And so it becomes the motivating part, the engine, if you will, of the vision to recognize the celebrations through amazing performance and results. Symbolic is also known as the culture, if you will, of the organization from the rituals, the images, you know, the logos, the external logos, but the internal. I think also culture or symbolic also is what I call alphabet soup, um, <laughs> AKA acronyms, uh, that each organization has that all industries have segments, whatever. Everybody's got acronyms. Yep. I call it alphabet soup and I'm sticking to that. Uh, also collective stories, uh, that define the companies. You know, I used to, um, really understand when I was, when I worked with different types of companies, you know, what that culture is, uh, the origins of that company, uh, the origins of that culture and, and even the why of why the company came into play. You know, for instance, how companies come into play by mistake. You know what I'm saying? So like how one company buys out another company and the members of the, the first company, we're like, we're going to go do something else, right? So out of that, they were like, we're going to go and do this our way, dun, da, 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 and they go off and do it. Well, that's part of the company culture, if you will, the folklore. And in that is, what are the rituals? So when you're involved with an association or a community group, how do you all gather? How do you all start your meetings? How do you all start your events? 
all of those are ceremonies. They're all rituals. They're all collective stories. And, you know, individuals within that you know, what are their interpretations of key events and process results, right? Differing from their experience and perspectives of being part of that organization. You know, so it's not about what has happened, but it's what it means, right? And the importance of its meaning and how we take pride. Okay, so real talk. Sometimes I call it the purple punch. Mm -hmm. And if I know the recipe of the Purple Punch and I buy in, quote unquote, as an employee or a member of that organization or that family, then I'm a good. Again, see, that's going back to that structure. Remember we talked about structure? Yeah. So within symbolic or the cultural perspective, to me, this really defines the cultural um, company culture. And... Within that, equity plays in that too, in a very profound way, because we give meaning to the story. We give meaning to the ritual. We give meaning to the ceremony. We give meaning to what happened that pushes us forward. So if I don't know my history, I don't know my direction, I don't know my compass. And in that equity, remember, the gold, the, the platinum rule, remember that, right? Treat others as they want to be treated. We're going to continue to go back to that. Equity as a playing field creates for me a, a wonder of how better the organization can be, of how I put in the meaning of my work daily. When I work for someone, when I work for myself, when I play with my friends, when I do different community events. And on a personal note, in my brain, I have to have theme and color. If I don't have theme and color, I do not have a compass. Every organization has a theme and a color, a logo, a definition, a meaning. So when we're attracting people to come into our organizations, how are we stating that in job descriptions or in job postings? How are our employees who are our best marketers, right? How are they describing their experience? Regardless of the politics, regardless of the structure, from a symbolic or a cultural perspective of the organization, how do they see the company? How do they see the organization, the association, the community? How do they see it? And in that, is it the right statement? Is it the best foot forward for the company or the organization or the institution? I think those are great questions to look at when a leader looks at this piece, right, of the framework from Bowman and Deal. And so when equity comes into play and into existence in this, the questions become, how are people inspired enough to go beyond themselves to say, this is our journey with this project. This is our journey 
with how we are structured, you know, structurally creating this company or how we continue to evolve this company, is there a way that everyone can contribute in an equitable way as well as through an adaptive way that's simple? A lot of times we get so bogged down in the workplace that it's no more fun. And projects just go on sometimes for years. I was literally in a company that took 20 years for a project to come through. 20 years. That's just how that one rolled. Sometimes it can take two years. Sometimes it can take four months. Sometimes it can take a day. So it all depends on how the players want to play, how deep and complex it gets. And so if we start less to finish more from a a fantastic uh, book from Dan Montgomery, when he talks about building strategic agility, you know, it's, it's how do we meet those objectives? How do we meet those key results? And from a cultural and equity perspective, how do we allow for everyone's talents to play into that? So as we wrap up symbolic or culture, the Radiance Real Talk action question is really simple. How do you as a leader do that? How do you see it? How do you understand culture for your team for your leadership, how does that play in the guise of equity such that you've got incredible people working with you, that report to you, that collaborate with you? How do you see them in understanding the culture, the ceremonies, the rituals, the processes, the acronyms? (laughs) How does all of that play? Are you utilizing equity to its strength to improve and evolve the organization? Same can be for your friends. Same can be for your family. What does that look like? So as we wrap up equity through this lens of Bowman and Deals framework to look at change in your organization institution, company, project, team, family, community, association, affiliation, all of those realms that you play in, that you participate in as a global citizen, as a citizen of your neighborhood. How can equity take on a different perspective based upon looking at the structure looking at the human capital or the human resource, understanding the politics, the political side, and hence the culture. I think equity is much more powerful than what we give it. I think sometimes we're afraid of the word because we don't understand. Equity is very simple. Treat others as they want to be treated. It's the platinum rule. It's really just that simple. Is it complex to deliver on? You bet it is. Does it get complicated? Absolutely. It's never about finishing. It's about the journey. And that's all equity is. Treat others as others want to be treated. 
Look at it from their perspective. Broaden yourself. Be open. That's all this is, is to consider to being open to changing how you see the world. Sometimes we live in so many silos because it's easy. Mm. It's easy to live in a silo. It's easy to live in one's own world. Where it gets hard is when we take that first step into the fog. We don't know what's going to happen. Every situation I believe that we walk into is new. The funny thing is, the situation that we're comfortable in was new. (laughs) Originally, because we took the first step. So, from these different frameworks as a leader... Equity in and of itself is not scary. It opens us up. It opens our minds up to a whole new universe. And again, from our first, from the introduction, from our first encounter about equity for this series, you know, it goes back to what my mom said most powerful people in the room most powerful people in the building is the secretary and the janitor they open and close the door how are you as a leader impacting how people open and close the door in the space of equity in the space of being in other people's shoes understanding where they come from taking the time to actively listen, taking the time to actively observe yourself and reflection. What does that look like for you? Equity is an interesting construct and it's all about trust, authenticity, respect, mindfulness, And even to a degree, self-care. It really is. Because when I open up myself and ask for help, if I open up myself and ask for other people's opinions, and if I open up myself and ask for other people's perspectives as a leader, I acknowledge who they are. I acknowledge their intelligence. And then the road becomes a lot easier. The journey's not as hard because everybody is involved. And normally I have found that decisions can be made quite quickly when equity is in play. People say, oh, no, it can. It can. I've actually seen it happen very fast and in a profound way that people don't even realize it's in play because everybody was open Because everyone trusted it was in a safe space and life moved with respect and honor. Until our next encounter, take care of you because you did not rise today to be mediocre. Carol Burton is a dynamic storyteller that keeps her audiences engaged from the beginning 
to the end of her topic. If you're looking for a speaker for your next event, consider Carol. Please visit radianceresources.org for more information. Located in the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro area, we thank office centers where this podcast was recorded. For more information, visit officecenters.com. We thank the amazing jazz artist Vicki Mountain of her song, Too Bad, our podcast theme. Thanks to Joshua Michael Films for help with video production and audiovisual needs. Find him at joshuamichaelfilms.com. Special thanks to Sarah Patnode of Full Stride Digital Media. Thank you, Sarah, for your vision and cheerleading. For more information and podcast notes, please visit radianceresources.org.